0: We are live. Hey, everybody, welcome to Embodiment of Soul Care. This is our seventh podcast, and tonight's going to be all about the heart field and the heart chakra. But before we get to that, we just kind of want to recap a little bit about some of the things we said last week and things that occurred for us this week after we had talked about all that. So, last week was all about negativity and overcoming negativity and staying positive. And I remember in the podcast, I actually said this to Casey. I said, "Yeah, um, Hey, you know, see if you get tested this week and, you know, have it, and stay in the positive mode and this and that. Well, Friday night I got tested and I called Casey afterwards or I texted you and I was like, Oh my gosh, I just got completely slammed with negativity. Mm-hmm. And it took me seven minutes to get myself out of it. But I did, I just kept going into the positive space over and over and over again. And I was able to get myself out of it and really, really um, come shining through. And then I had a little bit of a setback again on Saturday. And I think another little one on Sunday that lasted. I, I timed these things, that's how crazy I can be. And those were about two, three minutes and then pop, I was out of it. So impl- impl- like implement all the things that we talked about because it really does help, it really does work. And even those of us who, you know, some people think we have a lot of our shit together. We don't. And we have to put those things in action and in play as well. So as much as we're teaching, you guys, we're also teaching ourselves and holding ourselves accountable. And Casey, you can tell everybody um, what happened for you this week with everything that you had spoken about last week.
1: Yeah, no. And just two cents. I was super proud of you. I was like, that is awesome. Rock on, sister. You know, just like popping out and. Um, making those strides—it was so perfect. Um, and I did go to my Pilates class. Oh, I have to—I texted you right after. I was like, yep. "Oh my God, my body's singing with joy!" You know, just being there—like <laughs> I practically had, you know, an orgasm. Like, you know, just being—I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, this is so great!" Absolutely. You know, one of the greatest things. So, my body was just so happy to be there. And just afterwards, like I was sore in a really good way, and it just seemed to get my flow going again in a particular way. And part of it, I was bothered, like, Oh, I hate being, you know, needing something that literal to get my flow going. Um, but Hey, whatever, you know, whatever works and it opened up, I'm going to take it. I'm going to go with it. Um, you know, and then I recorded two meditations this week, which was really the victory. Cause I'd kind of been like, I've had the ideas in my mind for a couple weeks and, you know, unless it's right, I'm not going to force it. Um, so I've kind of just been gathering my thoughts and the ones I wanted to do. So I recorded two meditations this week for anyone. Um, maybe you saw them, maybe you didn't see them, give them a try. They're both about 10 minutes each. Um, you know, one, which we're going to talk about a lot tonight is on, uh, the toroidal flow of the heart and the heart chakra and really expanding your bubble. I talked last week about grow your bubble. Uh, so it really helps you grow your bubble. And, um, that was a really neat one. And then, uh, the, the second one that I did Oh, was the meta meditation, which I mentioned at the end of the last podcast last week um, about you know loving kindness. You start with yourself. You kind of keep growing your bubble outwards all the way to the far reaches of the universe. And then to receive love and feel yourself really receiving love from the universe, from your family, from all beings. Um, I mean, I even fell asleep to that one last night, and it was really peaceful. So, And I've gotten some good feedback on it. So I just encourage you, you know, try it out. See what you think. Um, I'm really having fun with them. And that's kind of part of, you know, where I'm flowing again. And, you know, we'll kind of see, I have some thoughts for one that I want to do this week. You know, we'll kind of see what comes out, but I'm just having fun with those. So it felt good to have that feel really natural this week um, and to have some of that clicking and, you know, to be rising above my own, you know, negative tide that I'd kind of been trapped in certain places. Um, So that was really good. And the other cool thing that happened this week, um, I saw a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a while. And I was sharing with her about our podcast and you know, just kind of what I've been doing to keep myself in a positive, empowered space through all this and you know, some of the stressful times and some of the silver lining breakthroughs and that kind of thing. And towards the end, I was mentioning to her, you know, that there's a bigger picture happening right now with everything that's going on. And she was really intrigued by that, you know, because you can kind of talk about the nitty-gritty detail day-to-day stuff and you know, kind of the common stuff everyone's talking about whatever version of it you're talking about. But, you know, to have, I was really practicing this week, like being more at the 30,000 foot view. um, And remembering that there is something bigger happening here and going on here. And, you know, that'll be part of our podcast later on tonight and we may not get to too much of it. We might kind of get to it next week, but um, it just made me realize that that's really inspiring to people right now to and, and it just reminds me of the expanding the bubble. You know, when you can see something from an expanded space, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight, is really expanding the heart field. And when you can see um, life and what's going on, whether it's your life or world events from an expanded space, it makes such a difference. And I think that that's what I brought to the conversation with her. You know, instead of having a very small bubble we were talking inside mm-hmm. of, all of a sudden the bubble grew really large. And then we were having this much bigger um, conversation that a lot more just space could fit inside of. So that was really kind of cool and just encouraged, you know, our topic for this
0: week and just how powerful it is. So, yeah. Well, that's beautiful. And you know, those, um, those meditations that you did were extremely powerful, I thought. So I think if you haven't checked them out, please do check them out because they'll put you in a really good spot, a really good place. They're, They're very calming. They're they're filled with serenity, which is all about the heart space. So kudos to you, my dear. Very good work on those meditations. And I don't know how you managed to get silence in your house to do that. Very impressive, right? I know. I don't know if you did. You lock yourself in a closet or the bathroom. Which one was it? It was like suddenly it was quiet and nobody was bothering you. I, was I know. i like, very impressed. On the toilet, you know. <laughs> Doing the meditation, no, it was exactly. great. I was, I, I was really surprised by that. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, it's so quiet. <laughs> I know and that I household the, that quiet. The
1: divine was with me, you know. Clearly, it was divine yep. timing. And what was neat about yep. them is it really brought focus to our our topic this week to be very heart centered. Yes. Um, so that was kind of cool. Yep. You know, it kind of led us into, oh okay, let's kind of you know talk, take this path. Mm-hmm. So
0: that was kind of a neat part of it. Yeah, and so that, I mean, that is what we're doing tonight. So we are going to be talking about the heart chakra, a.k.a. the heart field, Um, and this is the fourth chakra of the body. It it is one of the most powerful chakras, uh, I feel, Um, and that's partly because of my background in Chinese medicine, you know, and in Chinese medicine, the heart is known as the zang organ, which is also known as the yin organ. So you have the yin organs and you have the yang organs and this is a yin organ. So it's a quiet space. It's a sacred space. And in Chinese medicine, what the heart holds is the shen, is the spirit, is the mind. And so it's kind of cool how, uh, and we'll kind of discuss this and elaborate on it either today or next time, um, how, you know, you're no longer separating the mind from the heart. Instead, you're putting it all together in one and that space is really, really sacred. And I think it was, it was Casey, for sure. You had shown me a video a while back of the author of Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah. And she had done this whole video on how, you know, we're from here, but we live here mentality. And I remember Casey asking me, so what did you think of that? <laughs> and I said, you know, I thought it was good but I have a little bit of a discrepancy about what she said, In case she's like, really, elaborate. So I was like, okay, well, I get what she's saying. We live here and we're from here, but we should be living here and we should also be from here. You know, we should be from here and we should be living here. This is a space where there's a lot of powerful emotions in this heart field. And I'll go through a little bit of what those emotions are, but this is a space where, you know, this is our creative space too. This is our awareness space. I mean, an open heart chakra is awareness and alignment. And it's important that we have that be open so that we are aware, so we are aligned, so we can create, so we can be the best that we are. Um, in the heart itself, I'll just go through some of these emotions now. And I have to read them because there's so many of them. But the the uh, let's go through the negative emotion first of what is held in the heart. And then we'll go into the positive. So we end on the positive vibration, the positive note. So in the heart, negative wise, there's the emotions of abandonment, the emotions of betrayal, um, forlorn, the emotions of lost and love unreceived. There's emotions of efforts unreceived. There's emotions of heartache, insecurity, overjoy, and vulnerability. And when I say overjoy, a lot of people are like, well, isn't that a positive emotion to be overjoyed? And it's actually not so much of a positive emotion. And the reason is because overjoy is sometimes what you would consider anxiety. Like, where you get really, really, um, in a sense, you're so excited about something that it actually is becoming um, almost detrimental to the heart system itself. So, you know, when you get those palpitations, you get, you know, before you go into a, a, a date or a dance or before you get on a podcast, you know, or you get, in front of a crowd of people it's that overjoy it's that excitement that becomes a palpitation so i just wanted to clear that one up because i know even in chinese medicine a lot of us are like well what's the problem with overjoy
1: in a heart isn't
0: that what you're supposed to have no so and then the positive emotions in the heart are emotions of bliss emotions of peace emotions of harmony love understanding empathy Clarity, purity, unity, compassion, kindness, and one of the biggest, forgiveness. So if you're having an open heart field and an open heart chakra, I'm just going to always, I'm going to constantly refer to them as both because I know some people are really into the spirit of the heart chakra. And then Casey and I, before we even started this talked about how it really is just an entire field is what Casey had pointed out. And she's right. It is an incredible field that just surrounds you. And so in that forgiveness is a huge part of allowing that expansion, Um, of the heart space, of the heart field. And if you're not able to forgive, then a lot of that gets closed down. A lot of things start to shy away from you and become not as, um, as reachable. Uh, And then, you know, the other thing is, is if you live in the present heart space and not in your mind, then we're able to, Um, create better we're able to emote better to other people we're able to be more empathetic of people as well if we're living in that space and so I think that this is going to be really really an amazing um, podcast for a lot of people who are unfamiliar with the heart space and Casey has a lot of really awesome things to talk about so I'm going to hand it over to you because I know you're really passionate about this and I don't want to steal a bunch of time talking about you know much. And I want you to, Oh, and I wanted to point this out too. Um, in Chinese medicine, this is interesting. The heart opens to the tongue. Hmm. So anything you're saying interesting. is coming from that heart space. So be conscious of what it is that you're saying so that you're actually speaking from the heart and not speaking from up here in the egotistical realm of our world, how everybody usually is thinking through their thoughts first instead of feeling through their thoughts. So I'm handing the floor to you, my dear. It is all you. <laughs> well, and I hear, um, you know, in that
1: I hear if it's connected to your tongue and what you're speaking, you know, are you speaking kind of from the negative emotions? Are those running the show or are the positive emotions, you know, more running the show? You know, mm-hmm. who's kind of got the mic? <laughs> you, know, right, kind exactly. of thing, like, you know, which one? So um, <clears throat> that makes a lot and of being sense. being conscious right. of that. Right. Yeah. Like being conscious of you know, which voice is speaking? Is it the voice of love? Um, Is it the voice of anger? Um, You know, we were kind of talking a lot about that last week, you know, claiming the sacredness of your positive vibes and, you know, allowing those out. And when we were chatting the other day about this topic, you know, we did talk a lot about um, what I think is so cool that, you know, maybe a lot of people aren't as familiar with, like I think a lot of people now are familiar with the chakras, you know, or maybe you're familiar with the three Dantian centers I mean, you know, the energy centers of the body, uh, but what I is so amazing about the heart center, you know, when you really think about it, it's what, and if you go through my meditation, it talks about this toroidal flow. So it's called a torus. It's a sacred geometry. And um, it's kind of almost like a donut shape that goes, you know, up, down and around. It could also, you know, obviously go the other way um, depending on the flow. And that's what one of my meditations was about was really getting that toroidal flow going so that you can feel it, you know, cascading around your body and keeping that energy flow. I mean, you can kind of sense like, you know, if I do this, that's one version, right? If I do this, you know, wow, you know, that does feel so much more expansive. So that was kind of the goal behind the meditation was to make you aware of this field. And I think a lot of times, you know, we might think of our aura, but do we think about it as, the source of it really is the heart. That is the center point, that is the balance point. It's literally coming from here, you know, we've spoken about, um, what is it, like the first organ to be developed or something like that is the heart, it's not the brain, you know, in a baby, in a fetus. The heart is actually the most important organ Um, and that's where, you know, kind of all the other ones follow from. I don't, you know, that's not an accident, right? Um, So the brain really is meant to work in partnership with the heart, And in surrender to the heart, the heart is meant to be the leader, not the brain. And that's where, you know, in the last, whatever you want to say, a few thousand years or just kind of the human race for, you know, whatever your version of history is. But we've kind of gotten flip-flopped, you know, where we've allowed the brain field to dominate the heart field. And we don't listen to the wisdom of the heart so much. You know, the heart is supposed to inform the gut and the brain and they meet here. And that's where the expansiveness comes from. It doesn't come from the brain. I mean, the brain has a field, but it's only, you know, so big. It's not what's emanating out into the world. It's not what is guiding and running the show, but we kind of forget that. And so when you just bring your consciousness back to remembering that it's being generated from the heart space, um, it just kind of gives a different flavor you know, it reminds you, it kind of clicks you okay. back in like, Oh yeah. You know, maybe it inspires you to come from a place of love instead of judgment. It's easier to come from ego. If you're more in the brain field, you know, there's nothing wrong with the brain. The brain is a beautiful tool, but it needs to be used as a tool and not a leader. That's kind of the difference. Exactly. You know? So it's just um, really powerful. So that was kind of, you know, and then the the purpose of the second meditation, like I said, was to, you know, really feel how big and expansive you are. Like, what if you're you know, you really just felt your heart feel that big. Um, And it's kind of just like a daily training method to um, remind yourself that you are that big. You know, we talked about that a lot last week. So, um, you know, that's kind of what really uh, got me started. And we talked so much about what is the main vibration of the heart field and its consciousness. And that's kind of, you know, the dividing point right now is if you're coming more from the heart field, then you're coming more from a space of consciousness, whether that's consciousness of your own actions, your own words, you're conscious of what you're putting out there. And if someone's giving something to you, you know, maybe saying something to you or something's coming at you, you're much more conscious of how you're processing it. Um, you know, and kind of the idea is if your if your heart field is pretty compact, you're Mm going to react in a particular way and maybe not have, you know, a ton of space You might just react out of, um, you know, kind of your main triggers that you've always had versus if your heart is more expanded and you do have more of that kind of practice, may be able to stop yourself for five seconds or, you know, rethink for just a moment or pause or, you know, maybe go back five minutes later and say, wow, okay. um, So I just really reacted, you know, have a little humor perhaps and, you know, kind of inside of that space, you can kind of go to somebody. You can either ask for forgiveness or forgive someone. You can clean something up, you can um, you know do something a little different, so it just kind of gives you space to play with versus feeling so contracted and I think that that 's where so many of us have gotten to you know is feeling in that more contracted space, not realizing that we 're coming from there and that maybe something much bigger is possible you know it 's almost like your own 30 foot thousand view you know it just gives you that kind of space so um, we really want to talk about that and then So, what it kind of really leads me, I don't know, what else do I want to say about, oh, yeah, we kind of covered that. So, here's what I really want to say tonight. There is a choice point that all of us are really in the midst of um, in terms of where the world is at. Right. So right now, just 10, it's just an extreme time. And it really points us out and helps us be really conscious of it. And there's kind of like two sides, you know, it's kind of, there's kind of like a fork in the road right now, you know? And it's like, are you choosing the side of being part of the energy of solution on the planet? You know, are you going to be someone with a big expanded heart field or, you know, are you going to be kind of more on the side of, people who are more p- committed to polarity and more committed to being right and more committed to judging others and more committed to, um, you know, in essence, being part of the problem is really what it boils down to, because what's ever going to make a real difference on this planet? You know, is it going to be judgment and contracted heart fields? Or is it going to be an expanded heart field that can hold the space for solutions that we don't even know what they are yet, but you're holding space for, you know, and we've talked a lot on Other, you know, previous podcasts about the power of holding space, you know, and how much grace is in that. Um, And it reminds me, you had mentioned in one of our podcasts, um, you know, you can't solve a problem with the same level of thinking that created it. You know that famous Einstein quote. So it's kind of like we can keep hashing a lot of the same energies, and people can keep, you know, kind of going back through and standing in their camp and standing on their side and planting their flag, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we all have opinions, and that's cool. You know, I just think the big dividing point is sure we have opinions and sure you know we can vote for who we believe in and we can stand for what we believe in. And that's all very important. You can use your voice and you can, you know, speak to what you believe in. Um, but the difference is are you coming from a place, if you have an expanded heart field, you're gonna come from a place of, okay, here's my opinion, but if I'm talking to you or if I'm reading something you just posted on social media, I'm gonna hold the space for, okay. I know that you're doing the best you can with what you know and what's important to you. And I'm going to read what you're saying and I'm going to listen to what you're saying from that point of view, because I have an expanded heart field and I don't need to be right. I don't need to say, well, okay, if they come up with my version of this story, then I'll go along with it. And if they don't agree with my opinion on it, then I'm going to judge the hell out of them and point out all the reasons and why they're clearly misguided. I mean, you're misguided at best in that scenario and you're a jerk. Or immoral at worst, right? I mean, think about when you're really judging somebody. You know, it's like the nicest thing you can say about them is, "Well, they're stupid." You know, the meanest thing you can say about them is, you know, they have a bad moral character. And oh my gosh, who raised them, right? So I think that there's just um, a particular energy present right now. And if you have an expanded heart field, you really you can't come from that space. You cannot come from that place of ego and judgment. It literally. It's just not possible. You know, it's only possible when you're in a place of judgment and smallness. And that's what I really just want to communicate to everybody tonight and just really invite you to be very conscious of where are you coming from? You know, what kind of space are you coming from? And which fork in the road do you want to take right now? Because um, it's just even more extreme. It's going to become more and more extreme which one that you take. I mean, that's moment to moment, you know? I mean, this is a moment to moment choice you're making. This is not a one-time thing. In every moment, you have the opportunity to make that choice, you know, of kind of which which space am I going to come from? Am I going to expand my bubble or am I going to shrink my bubble? And that's fully up to you. And I'll tell you the most beautiful thing about this whole thing is nobody else has to do it. Nobody else, nobody around you, nobody in the world. The world doesn't have to change one that nothing has to happen according to what you think utopia is or what you think the world should look like or how people should act or how people should behave which is up in everyone's face again right now you know everyone's got opinions about what's going on and who's doing what and who's not doing what and it's like you can have an as expanded of a heart field as you want that is completely independent of what anybody else is doing and there is nothing more powerful in life than to know that than to know that <laughs> your the expansion of your bubble and your heart field is a hundred percent up to you. You know, it's like, and you get to choose that moment to moment. You get to choose who you're going to be, what you're going to bring to the table. Um, and, and to me, that's just like the most exciting part. You know, you don't got to wait for anybody else to do it. Right, right. You don't need to wait for anyone else to be excited about it. You don't need to wait for anyone else to even care about it. I mean, it's nice, right? Kelly, we can talk about this stuff and we can share this. Yes. And It's great. I love being able to share that with you, but I would still mm-hmm. do it even if, you know, I wasn't doing it with you or if I didn't have a few other people to talk to about it, you know? I mean, a lot of people aren't gonna get similarly jazzed up about this, you know? And that's okay. Like, it can be just your thing. And if
0: it's there for you
1: to share with others, great. If they're into maybe hearing about, you know, the heart field or things that you're exploring, that's awesome. And if they don't, you still get to do this work on your own because it's your work. It's your sacred work. And the thing that that really brought up for me is I invite Every single person listening to this to claim who you are as a light worker on this planet. Yeah. Now, some of you are probably like, "Okay, light worker, cool." And some of you might be like, "What the hell is that term?" You know, what is a light worker? <laughs> um, it's nothing specific other than what you make it to be. You are in a hundred percent control of what that even means for you. Mm-hmm. And if it's meaning for you, meaningful for you at all, you know, I mean, that doesn't have to say it's meaningful for you. This mm-hmm. is my my interpretation of what we're here to do. I believe every single person on the planet is a light worker. It's just, do you choose to take up that role? You know, are you going to choose to be a light worker or are you not? And that's kind of the choice point that I'm referring to right now. Moment to moment, you have the choice to say, yes, I'm a light worker. I'm going to bring my light to the planet. I'm going to anchor my light Mm -hmm. on the planet. However you choose to do that, there is no right way to do that. Um, you follow your own intuition, you listen to your own guidance and you do that however you want to, you know, um, it may be out there in the world, it may be kind of quieter doing things on your own and doing your own internal work. It may be a combination of the two. Um, it may be career oriented. It may be being a parent. It may just be, you know, being the best doing whatever it is that you know to do, um, you know, kind of like I spoke about earlier, like everyone's out there doing their best with what's important to them. And what they know at the time, you know, that's all we're here doing, you know, giving ourselves and others, you know, the benefit of the doubt. But that was kind of my, almost my challenge to everyone tonight, you know, play with it a little bit, kind of ask yourself, like, I don't know, what would it mean to be a light worker? What, what does that mean? You know, how, how can I bring light to the planet? Because the truth is you're either going to bring more light to the planet or you're going to feed the darkness. I mean, really, Mm -hmm. if you want to get down to it, there's just, you know, I mean, I hate to make it so black and white. But to some degree, it kind of is, you know, if you're going to feed the noise, if you're going to feed the tide of negativity, if you're going to feed into a lot of that, you're going to feed into the darkness of the planet. I mean, there's, you know, kind of no good way to put that. Um, that level of judgment is never going to light up the world and it's never going to create a solution. So if we want actual solutions, and I'm not sitting here telling you what those are, but I am sitting here telling you that I I'm committed to holding space for it, and to being curious about it, and to um, you know expanding my heart field so big as much as I can that it allows other people to be who they are and come up with their great ideas or do their great things of which you know I can't do. They can do all kinds of things you know that I can't do or won't come up with, and then I'll hold my light in my way. And we're just you know if we can all support one another in holding our light in the ways that we do. we'll get so much farther you know so um that was kind of my my call to action you know piece for the evening and let me see um oh yeah and then I was gonna you know and hey whatever you choose like we love you the same you know I mean this isn't (laughs) I, I mean that's the beautiful piece um and, and you don't necessarily have to use my language. You know, this is just kind of my language that I use that's inspiring to me. You know, come up with your own language that's inspiring to you. If the term light worker doesn't work for you, come up with something else. But choose something that inspires you. You know, this is how you, we kind of wanted to address like, what's the biggest way you can rise above the tide of negativity? Well, it's having that expanded heart field. It's having something that really inspires you when you wake up in the morning. You know, for me, it's like, it's being a light worker. It's anchoring that energy on the planet, no matter what, and no matter who else is doing it. Um, Mm figure out What that thing is for you, you know, it kind of, you know, Kelly and I were talking about, you know, are you looking for your life purpose? Do you know what your life purpose is? You know, if you're one who's kind of maybe been wondering about that or chasing that, or am I doing that? You know, that could be a part of it. This could be part of the crux. Cause I don't always think your life purpose, it's not like a thing. You know, it's not always like, oh, if I do this career or if I'm a good mom, then I'm serving my life purpose. Yeah, that can be part of it, you know, but I think it's a more global 30,000 foot view. Are you on purpose in your life? And my assertion would be, if you're listening to a podcast like this, you are a light worker. You've already chosen that that is inspiring to you and that that's something, otherwise you wouldn't be bothering, you know, to listen to this and to pursue the other things that you pursue to keep yourself on that track. Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's like, you clearly are a light worker. So, you know, do you have that inspiration that when you wake up in the morning or when you kind of, you know, like that seven minutes, you said it only took you seven minutes, you know, to pop out. Why? Because you have something so much bigger that can pull you out in those moments. It's so much bigger than you that you almost can't stay there too long, you know? And that's, that's the beauty of it. That's the power of it. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. Um, every person to feel that's what I work on every day you know I mean I don't have anything figured out but I do have that eternal flame in my heart that I know is there that never dies and that the source of it is that level of inspiration to me Um, so you know just kind of play with that seize that um and and play with it in terms of you know feeling expansive I just think it's a really powerful way uh to relate to it all um, and do you have anything you want
0: to kind of put in there? And I'm going to kind of flip through my notes and uh, see if I, yeah. have I really wanted to. I mean, the only thing I was going to add to that was I. Um, there was a part in there where you had mentioned, you know, having your space, um, especially when you're going into conversation with other people, uh, and and it's important that everybody understands that you can. That space when you're discussing things with others. Now, you may see that the conversation quickly ends itself or escalates itself into an egotistical conversation, but you can always remain and hold that space, especially that heart space, so that the conversation maybe does go into a positive scenario. Um, The other thing I was going to talk about uh, with the heart is, and Casey and I kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday. You know, you come into this life, and you don't come into this life with money, with food, with uh, belongings, with any materialistic goods. You come into this life with the sole purpose of love, with the sole purpose of understanding and expansion and awareness and and coming into alignment and enlightenment as well. And when you leave this world, you leave with the same things. So make sure that what you are learning on this planet and what you are striving for are not the materialistic goods, are not the egotistical ways of thinking, but honing in on that spiritual space, the power within you, the love within you, um, the clarity, the purity, all the things that we talked about that exist in the heart emotionally in a positive way, and that you're leaving with all of that. So that in your next lifetime, whether or not you believe in next lifetimes, let's say you don't believe in a next lifetime, let's say you do and you don't, regardless, you're leaving with something that is unbelievably powerful and can always be cherished you're not leaving, like I said, with all the egotistical goods. So leave them behind, leave the mind behind, live in the present, live in, live in the moment. And if your heart is open in the present moment, then you will be open to receiving in that present moment. And it's also all going back to, you know, living in the now, living in the current situation. And I think I mentioned this to you, Casey, um, you know, it's it's an interesting thought. You know, a lot of people every day, they see something. Something happens in front of them. And they say, oh, my, well, that, that was really rude of that person to go out and, you know, and go out in front of me when I'm trying to drive past, you know, like blocking traffic. And they're like, well, what a, what a piece of crap. Do they even know what they're causing me to? And you just keep creating this egotistical story in your head about this human that you know nothing about. When in reality, all you have to say, you know, in the conscious mind and in the heart space is, oh my, they must be having a hard day. I'm sorry that their car is broken down. I can wait. I can let their space be. I can can sit here and I can do, you know, five minutes of meditation while this guy is trying to get his car off the street. I can sit here and reflect on how, you know, I'm you know conscious of my feelings and my emotions towards this whole situation and kind of balance them out and make them better those are things that you can do every moment of your day and stop allowing the mind to escape you from the heart and put a whole story and a whole spin on things that don't even exist live in the heart space and like we said in the beginning you're from here and you need to live here in that space and Casey, I think that your whole expansion of bringing everything into it and keeping conscious and keeping aware of all of the pieces of, you know, your daily life and your daily rituals and you know how you're feeling, how you're thinking, all these things are so primitive in your daily repertoire. Like you just have to put them in there. It will make for your entire life to be an actual life of bliss and understanding and kindness instead of, you know, lying on your deathbed going, "What the." did I learn, you know? Oh, I, I didn't spend enough time thinking about, you know, the things that really mattered. Instead, I was worried about my pocketbook and I was worried about, you know, getting into, you know, the school of my dreams or getting into the home of my dreams or having the person of my dream. When really you are your dream. And so It's important that you you stay in that space of you know you're in a dream state of expansion, and you need to be there. You need to live there. You need to align with yourself in every way possible. And this organ system, you know, we don't even refer to the in Chinese medicine. We don't even really refer to the heart as an organ. You know, it's not even considered an organ. It's it's a life form. It's an essence. It's it's a being of itself. And there's a lot of power in that. And it's important that you understand that. And, you know, there's so so many other organs, of course, that we all have. And there's other emotions that are existing in those organs. But the heart, like Casey said, is the ruler of so much. And if you can control that one space, and I don't even mean control. I hate that word control. If you can hone in on that one space and allow it to be and take you over, in a positive way then i'm telling you nothing is ever going to be too hard to accomplish or too hard to get over or um, impossible to reach it, it just won't be so that's pretty much all i have to say on heart <laughs> if any of that made sense i told casey before we get i'm like half asleep today so hopefully that made sense so sense, my dear. Okay.
1: I wanted to throw in with what you were saying is, you know, when you do have that expanded field, it's encompassing everything. You know, I mean, I think that goes without saying, but it's now encompassing the brain field. It's yes. encompassing your gut field, you know, it's encompassing the whole body. So it's, it's holding all of that, you know, it's allowing the space to hold all of that and kind of bring it all together and have it vibrate in one um, cohesive Uh, you know what I mean? Like vibrate cohesively. You know, we've talked a lot about vibration. And if you come from here, it can bring everything else into resonance versus if you come from different parts, you're, you're going to have this, some of these harsher grading energies because they won't be in resonance. This won't quite resonate with this, Mm -hmm. won't quite resonate with this. You know, the heart is really kind of the only real unifier um, that it can bring all those universal energies together. So it just, you know, visually, and just to think about it that way is so powerful.
0: Yeah. I mean, expand your heart and you
1: become a solution for everything. You really do. You, you, you know, because if you're coming from being solution oriented and being curious, things will arise. You couldn't think of. And that was the one piece, you know, I've talked to you about, we call, um, around my house, it's called a Kia, a K I a, a no it all. And really there's no faster way to shrink your bubble than to be a Kia. I mean literally like everything I kind of said comes down to so it kind of could be like a fun thing for you to pop into like am I being a know-it-all right now or am I coming from the heart you know it's kind of a good good little test you know um I mean the reality is none of us are true experts on anything none of us know anything with a hundred percent certainty aside from you know the love that we are I mean I'm just talking about you know literal things like do you really know it's like that Byron Katie thing, you know, something about like can you know that with absolute certainty? You know, if you really it's like do you really want to die on that hill? Do you really want to plant that flag? You know, people who have lost friends, people who don't go to family members' weddings, you know, because they're this political party. Or, oh my gosh, they hold that belief. I mean, it's insane. There's insanity out there right now of people who are such know-it-alls, they're willing to kill off love, kill off relationships, kill off this, get divorced. you know, and, you know, that's fine if that's authentic for you. That, that's fine. You know, hey, I, I support you and whatever choices are right for you. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, you know, a lot of times that's not going to hold any power. That's not going to hold any love. That's only going to lead down a road that you really don't want to go down, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's really good to be very honest with yourself and very conscious of where are you being a Kia because that heart field is real small. And you're going to mm-hmm. feel about this much room to move. And when you become conscious of that, you're almost unwilling anymore to keep making that choice to be that way.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and like mm-hmm. I said, you
1: can still have your opinions, but where are you coming from with them? Are you coming from a place of love? Or are you coming from a place of being a know-it-all and really judgmental? And those are two mm-hmm. completely different things. You know, one is a space of attachment and one is a space of unattachment. We've talked a lot about that. You know, that's, the essence of Buddhism and and all these practices that help you practice. That's what meditation, you know, we spoke about that. Let, let thoughts just flow in and flow out. Oh, that's interesting. You know, rather than grabbing onto them all. you know, that's interesting. Oh, I do have that opinion. Oh, that person doesn't share that opinion. Huh, that's really interesting. Well, they're doing the best they can with what they know and what's important to them and move on your merry little way. Like you said, the guy in his car is like, oh, you know, he's doing the best he can with what he knows and what's important to him. And maybe that's a little different than what's important to me. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, so that was, oh, and the other piece I wanted to bring in, um, that I loved from you in the manifestation, I think it was number podcast number five. And you talked a lot about being too much into the details, you know, when you're trying to manifest yes. something. And I think we've gotten caught in this, especially like almost on a global level, you know, we're all trying to figure out like the world kind of feels like a mess, you know, how's this going to work out? <laughs> you know, right. like It's really noisy yes. and messy. And if you get too bogged down in the details, that's the other thing that will really shrink and block your heart field because you're so bogged down in the details. Da, 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 da. It's, uh, that's not working. This is that person did this, da, 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 you know, da, 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 da. Oh, think about it God. when you're in that, that's the brain. That's the non-resonance, right? You're just stuck. Um, versus, you know, kind of where we've spoken about more than 30,000 foot view. You're like, okay, I I have a general sense, you know, kind of what we're going for. Um, I don't have all the details filled in, but there's space in that, you know, there's openness in that there's consciousness in that. Uh, So that was kind of the other piece that I wanted to bring in, you know, from last week that I was thinking about, and that felt really powerful to me, you know, in terms of like, how do you maintain your bubble? And I mean, at the end of the day, Which choice you make is going to determine the type of life experience you've had. Like I said, it's in your power. This is in your power. You know, it's going to determine how you perceive the world, how you perceive your own life, how you perceive yourself, how you perceive God. You know, it's the power of perception that we talked about all the way back in podcast number two. So, what choice you make and whether your bubble is expansive and you're uh, committed to uh, nurturing that and fostering that and having that be something that's important to you and that you really focus on and whatever that means that you have to do, you really make it a priority. You know, that women's group I'd started, my tagline was make your radiance a priority. And I think what that really was, was about my expanded heart field. You know, it was making that a priority where it's like, it does not get put down on the bottom of the list, whatever, whatever that means for you. You know, that means something different for all of us, but making that a priority because it will absolutely determine the quality of your life you know, I mean, we've talked, but this is just another way to think about it. I guess we're just giving you another way to think about why it's important. Um, you know, something that has really worked for us in terms of making it powerful in our own lives, making it something we commit to, making it something that we remember. And, you know, if you need to like get an accountability buddy or something, you know, have it fun. I mean, we're kind of, you know, each other's accountability <laughs> right now that makes it, um, it keeps us on the path better, you know, so something like that can be fun. Um, and we were going to, uh, let me see, uh, we were, had a couple fun ideas. So, you know, in terms of like, what could you do this week to yeah. keep this going and to keep this flow going? So number one, uh, you could listen to the couple of meditations I did. Uh, you can find them on our Facebook page or on our YouTube channel. So play around with those. And then I am going to post, um, I've mentioned it before, Matt Kahn, but he did a really beautiful, like kind of global Meditation call that I'm just going to put a link to at the bottom of this. You know, if you kind of want to dive into some of these energies a little more, anchoring the light on the planet, uh, being, he talked a lot about being the energy of the solution and not just, you know, look at the point fingers and, you know, play your little games. Um, Really beautiful call on that. So I'm going to post it in case anybody, it's free, you (laughs) know, in case anyone feels called and just kind of wants to deepen in this practice and have some more support. Um, And then, oh, we had this uh, fun little exercise. So here's something you can play with in terms of, you know, how do you expand your heart field? So some of it is like cleaning up your heart space. You know, maybe there's an apology you want to make. Maybe there's an apology you want to ask for. Maybe there's just something you want to acknowledge to somebody. You know, I mean, at the end of every night when he goes to bed, you know, my son and I have the space to kind of say anything that came up for us that day. You know, we kind of say, wow, you know, sometimes we laugh about things, or well, we did better today. You know, we didn't fight as much today, or wow, we did good on that. Or, you know, we can also say, you really hurt my feelings when, you know, so we kind of have that sacred space. Um, you know, so maybe there's either something you want to clean up with someone else, or just something, you know, you want to share with them that, you know, maybe hurt you or impacted you, because all those kinds of things can really help open up your. heart field so that's one way and then you know kind of the other way is making yourself you know how can you make yourself a priority you know play with because that really like going to that pilates class really expanded my heart field you know i mean it did it felt like that was and that was something that it was like okay i have to go on this random tuesday afternoon it did not work out with my uh cooking schedule you know for the family it really was not an ideal time didn't care that didn't matter. I made it work and it worked out just great. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, okay. Um, We're going to make this work because I'm going. So, you know, um, so I challenge you to also just find, you know, what's one thing you can add in maybe to your routine this week. Um, It doesn't have to be big, you know, but what could you add in that would just help you feel more expansive um, and make yourself important and make yourself and you doing this practice a priority. So there's a couple of ideas for you to play around with. Uh, to kind of expand into this and um you know the only other thing I don't know why I just really wanted to throw this in there um and then I have a little passage that I'm going to read uh from a book and um like look I have family and friends and loved ones on like every side of the spectrum you can think of you know every political party every you know I mean I walk my talk and I, I had mentioned in what was it, one of the earlier podcasts, I forget which one, but um, you know, just how I had worked the last 10 years to come to a point of neutrality. I called it neutrality in that podcast. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason why that called to me, and it was so important because I, every single person I know and love, they are intelligent human beings, they are loving human beings, they are amazing human beings, and they are anchoring light on this planet in their own ways. And you know what? Many of them do, you know, post completely opposite things on Facebook, hold completely opposite views. I'm sure that if I sat down with any person watching this podcast, we might, you know, have the same views on some of it and wildly different views on other things. You know, I just, I really encourage you to get this in your bones, you know, like 99% of us, like we really are, we're all intelligent, beautiful people, you know, really think about who you're judging if you are. You know, there's just so much judgment flying around out there and just try your best to be conscious of it and what's really going on for you. And just really be honest with yourself. Um, Cause I can say it is so powerful to be able to authentically say that you love all people, not just say it, but mean it and live it. And that. Because I I just propose that a lot of people, and I'm not saying that's necessarily you, but a lot of people profess, oh, love and oneness and all this stuff, (laughs) but they're not living love and oneness. And it matters. You know, if you're gonna say it, it matters more that you live it and that you embody it. And it feels so good to be able to authentically love everybody and honor them and respect them. And that was the word I came up with today. It's like, we have lost, it's just respect ourselves and respect others. Let's be respectful. You know, and I think maybe that's what the choice point is. Maybe that's what I'm trying to get to. There's a choice point where you're going to be a respectful human being. And I mean like real respectful or not. Um, and the choice is yours, you know, and I know what choice I'm not saying I'm perfect. I am not, but I, I really, it's so important to me that I put so much attention to it. Um, And I think that's one of the biggest things that will block your heart field much more than people give it credit for. That level of judgment and that level of disrespect um, just really shrinks your field. And I'm just committed that everyone feels as expansive as they possibly can. So,
0: okay. (laughs) I I like that like that. I like that a lot. And this is why I like that. If you are not, and it all starts with yourselves, if you're not forgiving yourself, if you're not being kind to yourself, if you're not being truthful to yourself and honest to yourself, then there's no way in hell you're going to be that to anybody else. And so to go into that heart field and to correct those things for you you know, what do you need? What do you need? That could be another exercise people can do this week. What do you need to forgive yourself for? Oh, so good. What do you, you know, what do you yeah. need to apologize to you for? Yeah. What has had you sad? What do you need to wipe your tears away from? What do you need to hold your hand for? You know, what, what do you need? and forgive yourself and love yourself. I have a mantra that I give to so many people and it's it's extremely powerful and this is what I want you all to say to yourselves this week as many times as possible,
1: mm.
0: is I am sorry, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. And if you can say that, as many times as possible and mean it, like Casey said. I mean, it's one thing to say something and it's another to actually mean it and feel it. And I want you to let that sink in and I want you to really, really embrace it because all of the forgiveness and all the love and all the kindness that you can give to other people is only going to be able to be given if you first give it to yourself. And all of the times that I've had any encounters with anybody who has been negative or sour, or mean, or that I have been to them. If I stop, and I go home, and I think about it, it's because it is so deeply embedded within themselves, or within myself. And so it just becomes, you know, I just start to radiate it, and so do they, that negative, negativity, because we're holding that in ourselves. So please, this week, look at forgiving you, Look at holding you like that little child, that infant that needs to be held. I do that in a lot of emotional clearings. You know, we go back into the past and we forgive that little one and we embrace that little one that has had those sorrows and that sadness and that upset. And we allow them to then live in their space now. You know, they live in their space now, you live in your space now, and we live in harmony together. And I'm talking about pieces of you, not like Casey and I, you know, Casey and herself and me and myself, you and yourself. So forgive yourselves. Work on that this week. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you. And if you start to do that, then you're going to see so much beauty outside of you. And you'll be able to expand that heart field to infinite miles. And you'll be able to bring other people into it. Yeah. So yes, it all begins first with us.
1: Oh, I, okay. love that I you want put you to get
0: in there, Kelly. I just, I love yeah. that. Cause that's
1: so, you know, yeah. I mean, it's giving others the benefit of the doubt, I'm giving yourself, you know, the benefit of the doubt. You've always done the best you could right. with what you knew at the time, always. what was important to you at the time, you know, and what can't fit inside of that. And I do, I love yeah. that because, That is one of the main things that blocks our heart field is judgment of self. I'm so glad you brought that in. I mean, seriously, like what's bigger than that? And if you're judging self, you are going to judge others. You know what you're doing in here, you're going to put out. Or if you're judging others, you're going to judge yourself. You know, it all works together. So that's such a key component. Yep.
0: Yep.
1: So be kind to yourselves and forgive yourselves. Really work at it. And receive, you know, what was so neat that came in when I did that, uh, meditation number three was the word receive and, you know, have the first part of the meditation is giving love out to all beings. Mm -hmm. And then the second part was receiving love, you know, and then how much more does that expand your heart field to actually allow yourself to receive the love of self, others, Mm -hmm. the universe, you know, to just be showered in that love, but to actually allow it to come in. And this is, right. you know, this is where it's going to be received. Sure, it can go to every cell of your body and infuse your field and all of that, but it comes in through the heart chakra, through the heart space. Right. You know, that's where it's right. received. So I love that, you know, you put that in there, allow yourself to be someone who feels loved. You are loving right. and you feel loved first by yourself right. and then and then by others. Yep. The exactly. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Beautiful. I'll love um, I'll close with this brief passage. Um, it's, it's a lesson from A Course in Miracles. And it's just a beautiful thought and a beautiful passage to, to close today. And I'll, I'll put a link to it, you know, below in case anybody wants to read it when I do the, the notes section. Peace be to me, the holy child of God. Peace to my brother who is one with me. Let all the world be blessed with peace through us. God, it is your peace that I would give, receiving it of you. I am your child, forever just as you created me. For the great rays remain forever still and undisturbed within me. I would reach to them in silence and in certainty, for nowhere else can certainty be found. Peace be to me, and peace to all the world. In holiness were we created, and in holiness do we remain. Your child is like to you in perfect sinlessness. And with this thought, we gladly say, "Amen." Amen. Amen. Yes. We love you. You are yes. the light of the world. Yes. You are a light worker. Fill yes. your bubble with light. Expand. <laughs> have fun with it. And uh, yeah. feel free to reach out to us. As always, you know, if you have any thoughts or if you want to share any. Uh, stories or, you know, things that came up for you or questions you have or ideas you want us to expand on, please do. We're always here for you.
0: Love you. Have a good night, guys, or day. Whenever you listen to this, enjoy. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Bye.